Seeing a man walking down the street in the middle of the night, wielding an axe, is scary enough. But what if that man was only a man from the chest up, and the rest of him was a goat? He is known as the Goat Man, a thing that walks through the forests or the streets, hunting for animals or teenagers to eat for dinner that night. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. It's great to talk to everybody again. I missed you all, and I hope your week's been going okay. Mine's been all right. It's not, you know, a crazy story for me to tell you that we're all sick again. (laughs) Shocker. Somehow we all got hand, foot, and mouth. I'm actually the only one who didn't get it, so everybody in my house is just, like, miserable. Ray got it. Well, I guess Ray didn't get it, but her children got it. Man, it's been, it's been a mess. So if you didn't hear that clinking a second ago, um, I'm recording and my dog is in here with me because it's kind of creepy to sit in, you know, a studio without anybody around you talking about monsters and murderers. So she's in here um, keeping me company. The big one's not. I have a German Shepherd. He's chilling inside just because it's kind of hard to have him in here. And he forgets how big he is sometimes and will just knock everything over. Anyways, nothing new other than we are sick. Of course, again, we're always sick, it seems like. Um, But we're still here to talk about the goat man today. Now, I've always heard of the goat man, but I guess I never really heard specific stories about him. Just that he was the goat man. Does that make sense? So doing my deep dive and my research into it was really fun and actually really interesting. I'll get into some of the interesting things, you know, when we start talking about theories. But let's just get into the Goat Man. The Goat Man is the most well-known name that this creature has, but it is also known as the Waterford Sheep Man, which I did not know. In most stories, the goat man is both a man and a goat. I say most stories because in some stories, the goat man is just a very, very, very hairy man. And from afar, he kind of looked like he had the body of an animal, and that is how he got his name. Um... In these stories, which we'll go into a little more in a little bit, he is basically a homeless man who lives in the forest and will hunt dogs for food because it is easy catching. Um, He has the face of a man and either is very hairy from basically the waist down or is half goat as well. Which I didn't know this about the goat man. I was always under the impression that in every single story out there, he was half man, half goat. I didn't know that there were stories where he was a hairy man. I mean, it makes sense, but that was really interesting for me to read. I also read about the terrifying shrill that the goat man makes 
because in basically every single story, the goat man can't speak like humans. Even though he has the face of a man, he does not speak any language we understand, and he just shrills, almost like a goat, but it sounds a little bit off. The very first stories of the goat man, who was believed to be half man, half goat, came from Maryland. It looked like these came from the early 1970s, and these stories spread from Maryland to Texas and Louisiana, and even to this day, the stories and the sighting of the goat man are very high in these areas. These stories seem to have come from surrounding areas where people were living, like little small communities, and their animals had begun to disappear, namely their dogs. Upon further investigation, oftentimes they would find these bodies in the woods which looked to be eaten because they had to kind of come up with a logical reason as to why their animals were going missing. They came up with an answer. It sounds like this answer actually came from the local children and not from the adults themselves. These children began to tell people that it was the goat man. It was a man who was half man, half goat, and they were stealing, or he was stealing, the animals from the yards and was consuming them in the woods. Pretty soon, these stories started to spread like wildfire, and the children weren't the only ones who believed the story of the goat man now. Now, the adults began to pick up on it, and the rest of the town began to pick up on it. And people began to claim left and right that the goat man was real, and he was taking their dogs and killing them. As the stories spread, so did the graffiti. There is still graffiti to this day that has been done about the goat man. But even back then, children were defacing signs. They were leaving notes that said things like the goat man was here. And then, of course, because everything gets blown up, it wasn't just defacing signs and stories that were being spread at this point because people in the town began to call the police if they weren't calling the police. In the middle of the night, they were running through the town shouting that the goat man was here and had taken their dogs, or they had seen the goat man. But as soon as the authorities or the townspeople came to investigate, there was no goat man. Now it's possible that he got his dinner and fled, and it's also possible and honestly more likely that these were kids just having fun. Some of them I can definitely see being real. Maybe somebody saw a bear and thought it was the goat man or something far away. But I bet you most of these were probably false claims or pranks that the townspeople and children were doing just for fun. Now, of course, for a while, this is where the story of the goat man sat. He was being seen, and he was taking animals, and he was consuming them. Bodies were being found from the animals, and that was it. Until the buzz, I assume, started to die down about the goat man. People were keeping their animals inside, they weren't running off anymore. And for some reason, whether that means the goat man started to not have enough prey to eat, or 
The townspeople wanted to keep that anxiety high about the goat man. The stories began to spread that the goat man had now found an axe and he was wielding this axe and was running out of the woods at them. He never seemed to be threatening them at first. He was just smashing their cars with this axe. Sometimes the occasional child would say that he was chasing them around with the axe, threatening to kill them, but never actually hurt them. And then the story of the goat man changed a little bit, because if he was coming from the forest, that meant he must be living in the forest. And they started to talk about a makeshift shelter that was deep in the forest. This was believed to be where the goat man was setting up camp during the day, and then at night, he would go into town and attack the animals or scare the people who were out and about. It kind of seems like this was the story for a while until they began to get even more dangerous sounding. Again, whether that's because the goat man himself was becoming more dangerous, or the children and the townspeople, like I said, wanted to keep that anxiety high and wanted people to be worried about the goat man. The stories that actually seemed to be coming from the teens mostly now were that the goat man had now begun to turn on them. The children were easier targets than adults, and the goat man was now hungry for human flesh. Instead of just scaring them with the axe and chasing them around his car, he was now injuring them and then taking them into the forest to eat them. Human meat tasted better than dog to the goat man. And he began to hunt teenagers more than he began to hunt dogs. I do want to put a little note in here that in all of my research, I could not find any confirmed deaths of somebody who was kidnapped and taken into the woods and then eaten. I feel like that is important to put in here. These were the stories but it doesn't seem like there was anything that was ever confirmed. The stories began to get even more in depth at this point. And instead of just attacking teenagers who were walking or loitering, you know, coming from the woods and attacking them, he began to sneak up on their vehicles while they were sitting inside, relaxing, or attempting to hook up. The goat man was said to use his axe to slash the tires of the teenager's vehicle without them noticing. And then he would either smash through the window or he would rip the door open and drag a teenager out and into the woods to eat them. So for a while, the goat man was just attacking and eating people and animals. And then he got an interesting twist. Stories began to come out that instead of just eating teenagers and attacking the animals, he was now breaking into people's homes and he was raping both the men and the women that lived there. This one, I really don't believe. This, this line in general, especially when I get into the theories of how the goat man came into existence, you'll kind of see why I don't believe that this is at all what happened. I honestly believe that maybe somebody else was breaking into these homes and raping the men and women, or that the women 
began to cheat on their significant other and was getting pregnant and she blamed the goat man. I don't think that the goat man was breaking into homes just to rape the men and the women that lived there. I do think it's interesting that in all of my sources, it was men and women and not just women, but I don't believe that line in particular. I do believe that that was something that people began to just say just to say. But if you believe that, great. I'm glad. Don't let me talk you out of what you believe just because I don't believe that's what happened. And it seems like the story of the goat man stopped there. He is still said to hunt animals and teenagers. Occasionally a rape will get blamed on the goat man. These stories are still alive to this day and still spreading. But people have begun to look more into the beginning stories of the goat man. Now, one of the very, very, very first stories that they believe the family, like it came from this family, was that of a family who had a puppy. This puppy died and they found its body, but not its head. For some reason or another, it got blamed on the goat man, more animals came up missing and they blamed the goat man immediately. But we have found this skull 14 years after we found this skull. It was indeed a puppy head and it was decapitated, but it didn't look like it was necessarily decapitated by the goat man or by an axe. Honestly, we think that this puppy was hit by a passing train and it decapitated this puppy, which is heartbreaking. It really is. But that this puppy got out of the house, was running through the forest, living its best life, and ran into a passing train and got its head cut off. Not that a goat man took it from its home and cut its head off with the axe and ate it. And of course, with every believable beast, there are variations. The goat man is not just half man, half goat in some of these. And some people believe that the goat man was created in a lab. I feel like this is one of the most obvious explanations of the goat man. And of course, people are going to believe this. There was some scientists who were working in Lettsville Agriculture Research Center. I, I think I might have misspelled that. It, anyways, an agricultural research center. I'm not sure if it was Let'sville or if I like misspelled, like horribly misspelled that. That's entirely possible. Either way, they worked at this research center. One of the theories was that there was either two scientists when this happened or one of the scientists was alone at the lab. Either way, they were experimenting on a goat. I am unsure as to what they were doing to this goat, but they were doing some heavy experimenting on it. This experiment backfired. Because of the backfire, one of these scientists, whether he was alone or with somebody else, was sucked into the experiment with the goat. Of course, you can see where I'm going with this. This would end up fusing the scientist and the goat together, creating half man, half goat. 
But this didn't just fuse the top half of the man onto the bottom half of a goat. It fused them completely and totally together. They just happened to come out with the top as a man and the bottom of a goat. Because they were fused completely together, their brains were fused together. And this caused them to go kind of wild and crazy. You can only imagine what would happen if you mixed a goat's brain and a man's brain together. This thing, the goat man, would begin to panic and he would want to escape the other scientists. This is probably the goat side talking more. He wanted to get out. And he did. Whether people were around him at the time or he was alone, he would free himself from this research center and would run. And this crazed brain, he began to attack anything that came near him. Probably in the panic. He then would turn and run and hide in the woods until the scientists would stop looking for him, assuming that the goat man just died. Now, once he was in the clear, he needed to eat. Humans are omnivores, which means we usually eat meat and plants. Not all the time, obviously, vegans, whatever. That's why I say usually. Goats, though, are herbivores, which means they only eat plants. Because of this mixed up brain crazed goat man thing, he still had the omnivore thoughts. He wanted to eat meat. But because he had also fused with an animal, his brain could not comprehend the fact that you don't eat humans. Bears will eat other bears. Hyenas will eat other hyenas. So, to him, with that animal brain, meat is meat. It didn't matter if it was a dog. It didn't matter if it was another human. He just needed to eat meat. In the still working human parts of his brain, he knew that animals, like dogs, were easy targets, and he would target them first. And because he could still move his hands that he had from his human body and knew how to wield things from his human brain, he easily could wield an axe and kill these animals. Then, when the animals became short and people were keeping them inside and he couldn't get to them as easy, he began to look at humans. Humans are meat and he wanted to eat meat. Now you guys, this is the main theory of the goat man. This is what most people believe the goat man is and where he came from. This got so big, so big and was so believable that the USDA had to come forwards to publicly deny that they were ever experimenting on goats and that the goat man was ever created. Of course, this didn't help anything. People still believed that, you know, they knew what was going on and they were just lying. Nonetheless, that to me is hilarious. That it got so big that the USDA had to come forward and say, yo, that didn't happen. Here's where we get to the variation that I didn't know. 
that he was just a very, very hairy man. The goat man, in some variations, is a hermit that had built a shelter in the woods. For a long time, he lived off of these woods. He collected berries, occasionally trapped animals, and he was making a decent living there by himself. But when he got a little more desperate, he began to wander closer and closer to town. This is when he would see the dogs running in and out of the woods or running in yards around the woods, and he decided that that was going to be his food. That was what he was going to eat. So he started to catch the dogs, and he started to cut them up with an axe and eat the dogs. It is also possible that he skinned the dogs before he ate them and took that skin and created coats with it to keep himself warm. So this would be why he looked like an animal with a human face, because he was wearing multiple different skins of dogs to create a warm outfit for him to wear. The sightings of the goat man were just basically sightings of the hermit walking up and down the streets at night because there was less people awake to judge him and it was easier to catch and eat dogs that way. If somebody came up to the goat man, he was a hermit. He didn't like people. He didn't want people near him. He would threaten these people with his axe, maybe yell something, growl, scream, do anything that kind of crazy hermit people are said to do. I'm not saying they all do that, but you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Based off of like shows and stuff. Anyways, um, and that is where people came up with the stories and the theories that he was threatening them and attacking them because he was trying to scare them off. Another like wild theory that I read in almost every goat man theory was again that he was just a man. He was a goat farmer, and he was making a good living off of farming his goats. And then, one day, this man who had a family to provide for got home and found that one or multiple teens in town had decided it was going to be funny to murder all of his goats. This had basically ruined his whole entire living and screwed his family over because he had no other way to make money, and now all of his goats were dead. In anger, this farmer would fly into a rampage and go looking for the teenager or teens that murdered his goats and ruined his life. But instead of just looking for the teenagers who were responsible, he murdered every single teenager he came across. This rampage would go on until the authorities were finally able to catch him, and they nicknamed him the Goat Man because of all of the murders from teenagers and this crazy man with kind of a funny nickname, the Goat Man, teens took his name and ran with it changed it to be half man, half goat, to make it more dramatic. And the reasoning that he attacks teenagers is because he has never found all of the teenagers, or he doesn't think he's found all the teenagers, that were responsible with ruining his life. 
A lot of the stories we talk about here have a different version of what they are, where they came from, or what the goat man looks like. But what I think is very interesting about the goat man is that the stories are not just of a half goat, half man. That there is a possibility that the stories started from a goat farmer who murdered a ton of teens. I feel like this is such a different version, and I find that so interesting. I grew up always thinking the goat man was half goat, half human. I can't imagine the fear teenagers in these areas feel like when they're just trying to hook up in their car and something scratches the side of their vehicle. This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.